welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. And this episode is brought to you by my Bliss Habit e-course. It is at theblisshabit.com. And it is my 12-week e-course where every single week you are learning a new foundational lesson of how to bust through your fears, become happier, become more present, elevate your relationships. You get a weekly meditation along with seven hours of video and coursework that you get to do. But my favorite part is that you get connected in to my tribe where there is a Facebook community that is constantly active. There's plenty of vlogging going on and you will always feel like you are tapped in. So you guys check out theblisshabit.com if you want to know the foundation of everything that I do in order to move forward on my goals. And today I have an awesome guest. I have been wanting to have her on for a while. Her name is Jessica Ortner. She is a producer of The Tapping Solution. So that's a breakthrough documentary film on EFT Meridian Tapping. So she has led more than 3,000 women through her revolutionary weight loss and body confidence online program. And she is also the host of The Tapping World Summit. And you guys, I loved this interview. She actually takes me through an entire round of tapping on one of my biggest anxieties right now. So if you guys want to tune in, you're going to be able to follow along. You're going to be able to put yourself, you're going to be able to you or put yourself in uh, my exact position. You can actually use whatever it is that you are going through right now and insert it and it works the exact same way. So she explains it all on how you're going to be able to learn how to do tapping. So if you don't know what this is. It's called Emotional Freedom Technique. And she's going to teach you all about that in the podcast. So you're going to have to listen to it. So she also shares how this can be used for weight loss, for self-love, for pretty much anything that you are going through. And she's going to give you the, the reasons why. And I think you're going to be quite surprised at the effect that it's going to have on you. So you guys, I can't wait for you to listen to this podcast. Let me know what you think and let's get started. Jessica, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Lori, for having me. I'm excited as well. Okay, so you've kind of been in my world for probably the last two or three years without me even realizing it. Um, <laughs> well, I realized it, but now you're actually physically in my world, so that's awesome. Um, I first learned about tapping, I think probably three years ago with Jack Canfield. Actually, I was taking some different courses with him. And then I went to one of Gabrielle Bernstein's events where she 
said your name and was teaching us how to do tapping. And that's kind of when this name first started floating around. And then I went to Jim Quick's event and you were speaking there. And I just absolutely fell in love with you and everything that you had to say. And I knew that I wanted to bring uh, what you taught to my audience. So thank you so much. I'm super excited. And I would love uh, for those people who maybe are unfamiliar with what I'm talking about here with tapping, if you would first just share what it is that we're talking about and then your story of yourself and how you found it. Yeah, absolutely. So this is not tap dancing. I have no (laughs) coordination or talent around that. Um, When we say tapping, we call it tapping because what we're doing is with our fingers tapping on acupressure points. Now, some people might notice that when they're feeling stressed, they're using acupressure points to help them relax without even noticing it. So for example, you might see someone stressed and they use their fingers and they put their fingers kind of where their eyebrows begin, kind of on the bridge of their nose, and they hold that spot there. Or they put their hand on their chest or they put their hand over their mouth. We intuitively know that there are these acupressure points in our, on our body that help us relax. Now, the reason this is so powerful is because when we're experiencing stress and overwhelm, as you know, Lori, it's not an experience that we just have in our head. We don't feel stressed in our head. We feel it in our whole body. When we're nervous about sharing an idea, the nervousness isn't in our head. It's a knot in our stomach or it's pressure in our chest. We feel stress and emotions with our whole body. So being able to have a technique that helps relieve stress by using the body is incredibly powerful. So the way that it works is when we use tapping, the very first step is just to get very clear on the challenge. What is the thought in your mind that's creating this physical anxiety? Is it something you're thinking about when it comes to the past? Are you projecting something? What is that thought? And as we get clear on that thought, it's almost the opposite of positive thinking. We don't want to go to the positive affirmations first. We want to have a very honest conversation with ourselves where we can acknowledge how we feel and tap on these acupressure points. And what you'll find is when you allow yourself to do that, you really begin to let go of the tension and stress in your body. And when you have a stressful thought, but now your body is relaxed, you're in control. You can choose something more empowering. So to answer your question around how I discovered tapping, uh, the very first time I tapped was because I was feeling really sick. I had a cold and I just couldn't get over it. It was one of those things where I was just sick for weeks and I couldn't beat it. But in this particular time, it was really bad. And I was lying in bed and my older brother, Nick, who I work with, um, heard that I was having trouble. So he just like invited himself over as family members do. (laughs) And he just walked into my bedroom and was like, Hey, I heard you've been sick for a while. I have this technique that I think can help you. So I said, all right, well, like where, who taught you this? And he goes, Oh, the internet, which is like (laughs) not a very good response, like not convincing at all. So, um, I went in incredibly skeptical and In the beginning, he had me tap on these acupressure points and he has a history of playing practical jokes and just, you know, making me look like an idiot, like as older brothers do. This is like part of the family dynamic. So I honestly thought that he was just 
like as he had me tap on top of my head, I kind of gave him a look like, are you being serious or are you trying to make me look like a crazy person? Um, and he said, no, stick with me. And so the, the really great thing about tapping, Lori, is that a lot of times you're struggling but you don't know what's really bothering you. You might be sick with something or you just might be cranky and, you know, you might blame it on not sleeping well the night before, but you can't really put a finger on it. And what I've discovered with tapping is when you tap on these acupressure points and just start with where you are, like I, I feel sick, I feel groggy, I just feel frustrated. Everybody is annoying me today, whatever it is where you are. Um, you begin to relax a little bit. And when you relax a little bit, you gain knowledge. And so for me, I started tapping on these acupressure points while focusing on how my sinuses, how groggy I felt, how frustrated I felt that, I, that this has, had been going on for a while. And as I was tapping, I gained this clarity. And I, I looked up at my brother with tears in my eyes and I said, I don't want to get better. Mm. And he was like, what do you, what do you mean you don't want to get better? Like, I thought you were so sick of, sick and tired of this cold that's making you sick and tired. And I said, yeah, but what I realized is I just need a break. Um, and that time in my life, I was reading a lot of self-help books. I was doing a lot of seminars. I was listening to podcasts weren't a big deal back. It was like 11 years ago. So I didn't have that. But if, if it was back then, I probably would have been listening to every episode of everything. Um, I felt like I was doing everything and I, I felt like I was like taking action and I was trying, but things weren't going my way. And quite frankly, I was just disappointed with life. You know, I just felt like life and all these principles had let me down. Mm. And so I began to tap while simply saying, and, and this is how you start tapping. You start with a setup statement, which is you state your problem. So even though I'm frustrated with the world or even though this feels so unfair, I accept myself and how I feel. And I said that three times. And then I tapped on the rest of the points while I vented, while I just gave a voice to just this um, frustration that I had been living with, with, that I was almost ashamed to say. I think that's the downside. That can be the shadow side of personal development is that we think um, we just have to try to be positive all the time. And we're so scared to speak our struggle because we don't want to feed it. We don't want to pay attention to it because we hear that, you know, if we focus on it, it expands. Um, yet what we're simply doing is we're stuffing it down into our body and then we're getting a cold or a headache or back pain. And there's something very powerful about having an honest conversation and saying, I'm disappointed. I'm hurt. I'm frustrated. Now, the difference is when you say that, you know, maybe you're venting to someone else, you talk about it and sometimes you get more and more angry. Like, you're, you know, like sometimes you're telling a friend a story and the more you tell the story, you get more and more angry <laughs> as you kind of relive it. Tapping's the opposite where you tell the story, but because you're tapping on these acupressure points, you're allowing yourself to release that pressure. So you're giving a voice to how you feel, but now you're sending a message from your body to your mind that it's safe to relax. Mm. And when you feel that it's safe to relax, even within disappointment, even within heartache, you begin to heal, you begin to recover, you start to get those better ideas. 
I love that. And everything that you just said is so funny. I was just talking to you before we hit record, talking about how I have a cold. And I'm like, oh, I totally, this is, <laughs> there's so much more to this cold than I'm like, then it ju- it's just showing up. But when you feel it in your body too, when you feel that anxiety or those nerves in your body, it's funny, I always feel it in my chest. So ever since I've learned tapping, it's kind of like, even if I know I'm going to speak or I'm, I'm really anxious or overwhelmed, I tend to just tap on, what is it, the, the collarbone area? Um, yeah. And I just noticed that it kind of feels like you're starting to open up. So when did you start to realize like, okay, this is working for my cold or I, I was, you know, able to give it a voice and acknowledge it instead of just trying to maybe push through or muscle through or whatever that is and realize that maybe you could use it for other things. Yeah. So I'm a very slow learner. So <laughs> I, <Me too. laughs> I used it, got amazing results And as we do, I just got sucked up into my everyday life and just completely forgot about it. And then um, maybe six months later, I was going through a a really hard breakup where I just wanted to crawl out of my skin. I just like I, you know, when you just have trouble being in your own mind because you're you feel like you're suffering so much. And I couldn't think my way out of it. Like I'm a big thinker. I'm an overthinker. I was just born that way, which is why I think I res I love this technique because it gets me out of my head. And I started tapping. I didn't even know if I was doing it right. I just, it's such a forgiving process. I just went for it mm. and I felt some real relief. And after, after that, I started using it more. But what really changed things was back in 2007, my brother Nick and I teamed up with his high school friend um, and we decided to make a documentary film about this. So that was the start for for me where we knew that a lot of people, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people were using this technique all over the world, you know, Germany, a lot of people, England as well, Australia, um, Spain. We knew that a lot of people were writing about the results but at that time, The Secret had just come out. It was, you remember that time? It was like, you know, yes. everyone was like looking at those movies and we we're like, let's actually do a movie where we show real people getting real results. And then we'll also splice in experts. And that's when I realized it worked on a lot of things. Um, but I think for me, the biggest shift, the way it's helped me the most was around my relationship with my body. Mm. So I I was using tapping a lot. I was um I started to teach it. You know, I t- I knew the power around pain relief and um stress relief, but I to be honest, even though I just was always praising tapping, I wasn't using it around my relationship with my body mm. because I was still really brainwashed to believe that it was only about diet and exercise and willpower and that if I just kept trying, then something would give. And so I was, you know, and the other thing too is my relationship with my weight and with my body was like my big secret in the sense that I really suffered around it, but I was like too ashamed to talk to anyone about it. Mm. And, um, and so what really happened once was I was actually recognized. I went to a conference, like just a health conference, and I went to register and I gave the woman my name. And she said, oh, Jessica Ortner uh, from The Tapping Solution. And I was so thrilled that someone had <laughs> known my work. I was just like, I felt like a million bucks. And then in the next breath, she said, oh, you're a lot bigger than I thought. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Um, and I'm five two, so she wasn't talking about my height. Um, and you know, and it really hit me. And, and a few years before that, I had a mentor, um, someone I really respected, tell me that unless no one was going to listen to what I had to say until I lost weight. Mm -hmm. I always talked about wanting to have a message of healing and giving. And he just said, you know, no one's going to listen to your message until you lose weight. And so I had, and, and I have to say though, like he is a reflection of what I had been telling myself since I was 14. Mm. So as, as painful as it was, and he was absolutely wrong for saying that to a 19 year old. I mean, it was just awful. I'd been saying that since I was 14. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very skilled at manifesting my internal world into my <laughs> external world. And, um, you know, and I remember, especially after that woman's comment um, at the seminar, talking again to my brother, and he was like, Jess, like, why don't you just look at the emotional side of this? You know, why don't you just take a break from the diets? And why don't you use tapping? And again, slow learner, right? So I had to do <laughs> tapping on a lot of other things before I said, you know what, I'm going to tap on the anxiety I have around food, the shame anxiety I have around exercise, um, how I speak to myself and the pressure that I feel. And when I started to look at my relationship with my body and my weight loss goal as an internal job, as a spiritual journey of, of discovering who I, who I am and learning to, and to love myself, which I think is a word that's, you know, the whole phrase love yourself is so overused, mm -hmm. but, but this is a thing, like, have you ever noticed that someone, those people who love cars and they have like their one car and they're always cleaning it. And you're like, why are you cleaning your car? It's like shining so bright. <laughs> and they're there with like a Q-tip, like really going deep, like just they take mm -hmm. care of it so much because they value it. Mm -hmm. So taking care of it is easy. It's enjoyable. Like they love doing it. And I realized that, of course, I was having trouble taking care of my body because it's a chore to take care of something that you despise. And if I could learn to start to enjoy who I was and kind of love the body that I had, and instead of feeling like my body was betraying me, beginning to listen, beginning to find some pleasure. And I know you talk a lot about this, just finding some bliss mm -hmm. around taking care of myself. Everything became easier. But if it wasn't for tapping, I wouldn't have gotten there because the emotions were so strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, these beliefs felt true in my whole body. And so, you know, that inspired me to write a book about this, which again, like I, I just did not want to be a weight loss expert. I, don't, I still don't consider myself a weight loss expert. Um, but it was one of those things where I felt like I had a message that was that the world needed to hear and a really different way to approach it, which goes great with other, you know, with other um, teachings and other things, but it all comes down to we got to release that stress and create a better relationship with ourselves. And for me, tapping helped me do that. Mm, I love that. I know everyone can, well, so many people can relate to that story. Can you take me back to that first time that you were considering using tapping? And what, what was that setup phrase for you? Did you just, did you know what it was or did you just kind of have to sit there and let it come to you? I had to sit there and let it come to me. And one of the the biggest um, challenges that a lot of people have when it comes to tapping is they're they're just nervous about whether they're saying the right thing mm -hmm. and whether they're focusing on the right thing. And the only reason we're actually using words at all 
is because if we don't, we tend to start going through our to-do list or thinking like, oh, I have some dirty dishes I should wash. Like, so there's, there's something about saying to yourself, like saying something to yourself that helps you stay with the emotion. And so that's the main reason. It's not about the perfect word, but it's about staying with the emotion. So, um, you know, a setup statement would be something like, say you're feeling over, just overwhelmed. It's always great to be as specific as you can. So overwhelmed, you know, is kind of general, but Hey, if that's the only information you can get because you're so overwhelmed, you start there, but maybe you can be more specific and say, I'm overwhelmed around this specific project. You know, I'm overwhelmed about this conversation I know I need to have with my colleague that's going to be uncomfortable. And then it can be something like, even though I'm overwhelmed about this conversation that I know I have to have, I accept myself and how I feel. And the next question, not to not to jump in and interview myself, but I got to ask this question because everybody asks me, um, why would you ever, like, why do you say you accept how you feel, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you really want to get over it, isn't accepting it just meaning that you're living with it and it's the opposite because we're, we do this thing where we, um, we get kind of angry and frustrated and overwhelmed, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, we get angry, frustrated and overwhelmed with ourselves for being angry and frustrated and overwhelmed in the first place. We run this thing of like, oh, I should, I should be over this. I shouldn't have let them trigger me. I shouldn't feel this way. And the moment you let yourself go, yeah, like this is how I feel. Like even though I'm struggling with this, I accept myself and how I feel. I accept these emotions. We neutralize judgments that we have. And it sets you up for the rest of the process where you can begin to have a much more honest conversation with yourself. A lot of times we won't even admit what's really bothering us because we're too ashamed. We don't want to own it. And when we just say, yeah, this is how I feel. I accept it. Oof, it's powerful. That is so powerful. I'm thinking of all the the different things that I've I've used kind of, you know, maybe I haven't tapped and I I have actually tapped, but maybe I haven't tapped through all of them, but I do use what you're talking about, just really acknowledging it. Because yeah. what I used to do is, you know, I have a I have a lot of anxiety around like public speaking or being the center of attention, which is so crazy because I, I love it. Um, and I pretty I much, get it. I, you I, can I, love it and be terrified at the same time. Exactly, I get it. Exactly. Yes. So for me, it's like I used to, you know, resist it and I'd be like, no, 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 no. It's not coming. Oh, my God. Am I going to pass out? Am I going to barf? Like what is going to happen? And I, the more I would resist, the more it would just swell, like completely take over. And it was like monstrous, you know. And when I realized I just would acknowledge it. Okay, here it is. Hello. Oh my gosh. Okay, there's that wave. Okay, it's going to take me over for a second and then it's going to, you know, then I know it's going to run its course. It's almost like, and I think I probably did some self soothing things, like you said, because I would feel a lot of anxiety in my chest. So now that I know, I kind of know a few different tools to use. You know, are there some easy things that we can do that are inconspicuous? Maybe if we're feeling like that wave of anxiety or overwhelm is coming on instead of pushing it down. Absolutely. Well, what I'd love to do, if it's okay with you, is actually just talk people through where the points are and they can choose one of these points. It's really powerful to go through the whole sequence, but sometimes when we're nervous and we're sitting in a doctor's office, we might not feel comfortable going through all of the points and tapping on one point can be helpful. But I think it's nice to kind of know them all. And if you're up for it, we can actually do some tapping Together, I'll let you know what point to tap on, and we can do something on kind of that fear of public speaking, which I know so many people struggle with. Awesome. 
We'll do okay. it. Okay. So the very first point, which is wh where you tap when you say the setup statement, which I just mentioned is even though, and you state the problem, I accept myself and how I feel. That's on the side of the hand. It's called the karate chop point. So underneath your pinky, right on the side, and it doesn't matter what what side of the body you tap on. Mm. So I'm right-handed, so I tend to tap on my right side with my right hand. Um, then the next point is the eyebrow point, and it's right where the hair of your eyebrow begins. And I'll also mention, if you go to the tappingsolution.com, you can see a video. Mm -hmm. But I, I think just from listening, um, if you guys all just give it a try. So now tap where your eyebrow begins. Now follow the bone. So now you're following your eyebrow mm -hmm. until you find yourself on the side of the eye, right on the bone. That's the next point, the side of the eye point. Mm -hmm. The next point is underneath the eye. So once again, follow the bone until you're right underneath your eye. So right now I'm just tapping with... You can do two or three fingers. Mm -hmm. Then underneath the nose, that's easy between the, the upper lip and the nose. The next point is the chin point. So it's the, you, it's also known as the under the mouth point because it's in the crease uh, right underneath your lip. Mm -hmm. Totally tapping with you. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Me too. I'm tapping along too. The next one is the um, the collarbone point. So I like to use my whole hand and, and tap on my chest. You can find it um, specifically by feeling that U-shaped bone underneath your throat and you go down about, about an inch down and an inch over mm. and you'll hit it. Then the next point is underneath the arm and it's about a hand width from your armpit. For women, it's right where your bra strap lies. Mm -hmm. And then the last point is the very top of the head. Kids love this. My mom's a, um, a school psychologist, but she would always joke that people would, the kids would make a monkey sound when they were first learning the top <laughs> of the head face. point. Yeah, exactly. So though, that's the, those are the basic nine points. You have acupressure points all over your body, but those nine are very powerful in the sequence. So when it comes to um, speaking in public, so let's kind of, we're going to make up a scenario, um, maybe just having to share an idea or a thought in public. Mm -hmm. So um, for those who are listening, I want you to think of either a future event where you want to speak on stage or you just want to share an idea with a bunch of people, just an opportunity where you know you need to communicate and it makes you nervous. Maybe it's a real moment. Maybe just imagining one in the future creates that anxiety. So if you think about that and think about having to speak, notice where you feel tension. Are you feeling it in your chest, in your shoulders, in your stomach? Where do you feel tight when you think about speaking up, sharing an idea, being seen? Notice any tension you have in your body. And what I'd like you to do is measure it. So on a scale from zero to 10, 10 is like, you're absolutely terrified just thinking about it. Zero, you're totally fine. You know, you just feel calm, really neutral. Where are you on that scale from zero to 10? Hmm. So, so no. I'm like, I'm at like an eight. I can get there fast. Eight or yeah. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Lori, do you have a specific event that you're, that you're thinking of? Um, I have a TED talk in two weeks. <laughs> you do. Oh my God, this is so perfect. Okay. 
so right before this, I was literally just walking through my neighborhood and, and reading my script because I have to have it memorized. So yes, I'm right there. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you said it's an eight. Yeah. I'm just going to write this down. So it's an eight. Now, when you think about just that nervousness, mm-hmm. where is that eight? Where do you feel it in your body? Um, I feel it in my chest, in my uh, stomach, solar plexus, and I can it can go f- to my head as well. <laughs> okay, perfect. Now, when you start to think about it and, and you get nervous, is there like a worst case scenario you're running in your mind? Like, are you thinking like, I'm scared I'm going to stutter or I'm going to forget mm-hmm. or I'm going to turn red? Is there something in particular? Um, I'm scared I'm going to forget and I'm going to cry and I'm going to lose my breath. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Perfect. So now as I was asking you those questions, I hope those who are listening were asking themselves that. So where in your body do you feel it? What's the worst case scenario? Because a lot of times what we do is we play the story, you know, this nervousness of, oh, I'm going to cry. I'm going to forget my words. And that story feels really strong and and then it creates more anxiety. Mm. So Notice that. And so we're just going to do um, some tapping with just the information that we have. How's that sound, Lori? Okay. So everyone that's tapping along, this is your opportunity to have a real experience. So I hope that you tap along with us. And even though you might be experiencing this nervousness around public speaking a little bit different than Lori, still repeat because there's this um, amazing thing called borrowing benefits where even if the words aren't exact, our human experience isn't so different um, from one another. And so our brain still makes that connection. You can still have a breakthrough. So starting on the side of the hand on the karate chop point, Lori, if you could repeat after me. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually one last question. So I know it's you feel it in your chest and in your stomach. What is it? Is it tightness, anxiety, overwhelm, worry, if had to be one thing that's in your chest and, and stomach, what would that be? Mm, it, anxiety, for sure. Mm-hmm. Anxiety. Okay, great. So just repeat after me. Even though I have this anxiety in my chest and stomach. Even though I have this anxiety in my chest and stomach. I accept myself and how I feel. I accept myself and how I feel. Even though I have this anxiety in my chest and stomach. Even though I have this anxiety in my chest and stomach. Because I'm so nervous about this TED Talk. Because I am so nervous about this TED Talk. I accept myself and how I feel. I accept myself and how I feel. Even though this TED Talk. Even though this TED Talk. Makes me feel incredibly anxious. Makes me feel incredibly anxious. I accept myself and how I feel. I accept myself and how I feel. Okay, eyebrow point. This anxiety in my chest. This anxiety in my chest. Side of the eye. This anxiety in my stomach. This anxiety in my stomach. Under the eye. I really want to do a good job. I really want to do a good job. Under the nose. And I'm terrified. And I'm terrified. Chin. I'm scared I'm going to cry. I'm scared I'm going to cry. Collarbone. I'm scared I'm going to forget. I'm scared I'm going to forget. Under the arm. I'm scared I'm going to lose it. I'm scared I'm going to lose it. Top of the head. And this means so much to me. And this means so much to me. Eyebrow. All of this pressure. All of this pressure. Side of the eye. All of this anxiety. All of this anxiety. Under the eye. All of this fear. All of this fear. 
under the nose. I really want to do a good job. I really want to do a good job. Chin, I really care about this message. I really care about this message. Collarbone, I really want to touch others. I really want to touch others. Under the arm, I want to speak to their heart. I want to speak to their heart. Top of the head, and I'm scared I'm going to blow it. And I'm scared I'm going to blow it. Eyebrow, I'm scared I'll be embarrassed. I'm scared I'll be embarrassed. Side of the eye, I'm scared I'll miss this opportunity. I'm scared I'll miss this opportunity. Under the eye, my whole body feels scared. My whole body feels scared. Under the nose, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Chin, I honor what my body is going through. I honor what my body's going through. Collarbone, I honor how much I care. I honor how much I care. Under the arm, and I'm open to the idea. And I'm open to the idea. Top of the head, that I can care deeply. That I can care deeply. Eyebrow, and still relax. And still relax. Side of the eye, I can care deeply. I can care deeply. Under the eye, and still trust. And still trust. Under the nose, I give my body permission to relax. I give my body permission to relax. Chin, it's simply trying to protect me. It's simply trying to protect me. Collarbone, but I am safe. But I am safe. Under the arm, because no matter what happens. Because no matter what happens. I have my own back. I have my own back. Top of the head, no matter what happens. No matter what happens. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Eyebrow, so I can care deeply. So I can care deeply. Side of the eye, and still let go. And still let go. Under the eye, giving my body permission to relax. Giving my body permission to relax. Under the nose, acknowledging this anxiety. Acknowledging this anxiety. Chin and letting it go. And letting it go. Collarbone, it was simply trying to protect me. It was simply trying to protect me. Under the arm, but I am safe. But I am safe. Top of the head, because no matter what happens. Because no matter what happens. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Okay, take a deep breath in. (sighs) Okay, three. So I want you to actually put your hand, put one hand on your stomach and put one hand on your chest Mm. and just tap into, you had that anxiety before that was an eight. Do you feel any different in your body? Mm, I totally, I feel completely different. So it was an eight before. What number would you give it now? When you think about a few weeks, I'm going to be up on that stage. I'm going to have to memorize these words. Right now I'm at like a two or a three because I actually felt some massive soothing and excitement, which is really exciting. I swear I didn't book this at this time for me, (laughs) but I'm totally using it for me. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. No, that was amazing. We all can relate to this. And there is, when it comes to how our body reacts, there is not much difference between um, anxiety and excitement when we mm. think about it. So for example, um, I think it was Tony Robbins that shares the story that he, uh, worked with a client and he said, or no, at first it started with 
Bruce Springsteen, of course, as Tony Robbins does. He was like, he was like, Bruce, um, how do you feel like when you know you're ready to go on stage? And he's like, oh man, I just feel butterflies in my stomach and I start to sweat a bit and my hands get all clammy. And he's like, and then I know, like I am ready to rock. Wow. And then, uh, Tony spoke to someone else who had just huge, huge fear of speaking in public. And he asked the guy, what happens? How do you know that you're so scared of speaking in public? How do you know this is such an issue? He's like, oh, my heart starts to to race. I feel butterflies in my stomach. My hands get clammy. Like just kind of described Bruce Springsteen's same physical reaction. So the question is, can we still, it's normal for us to have that physical experience, but now can we feel it as excitement mm. you know, and as anticipation? And, and what's interesting too is I talked about this at Jim Quick's event because before Jim's event, he was very nervous. And so we were in the car and he was just kind of like, just, we were going to the venue and I could just see in his face that like every mile we got closer to the venue, he seemed more and more overwhelmed, like just, you know, some like a level of dread. And I asked him and he's like, I just care a lot. Like, I just really want this to be great. And I think a lot of us that are very heart centered, who have a message to share with the world, who really care about something, we sometimes interpret that as like, I care so much that I have to worry you know, it, it's a, it's a kind of a trap that we fall into in many parts of our lives. When we really love someone, we can sometimes worry about them. And so the question here is, can we still really care, but also let go? Mm. And I think that's where, that's the destination we're heading to. Mm. That is so beautiful. And I'm so grateful for that. That was incredible. And I hope that you guys were able to um, go along with us and just insert what worked for you. So Jessica, what are you most excited about right now? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, what am I most excited about? So I, I know, I know we're like doing a podcast, which is kind of about tapping and around my work. So, but genuinely right now things are spreading so much. We have this uh, tapping solution foundation where we're working with a lot of educators. So we're creating a pilot program where teachers can begin to tap with kids. Um, I had horrible, horrible test anxiety as a child. And sometimes, especially children have anxiety, but they don't have the, the words yet to even articulate what's happening. It's just a very physical experience for them. So I'm just the most excited to begin to get this in schools. And I just love how many parents are using this with children and how much they love it. My my brother, Alex, so there's three of us. I'm the youngest and I have two older brothers, Nick and Alex. And my brother, Nick, wrote the first book, The Tapping Solution, I wrote the second one, The Tapping Solution for Weight Loss and Body Confidence. And my brother Alex just came out with a um, children book called Gorilla Thumps and Bear Hugs, which is all teaching kids the points. So the thing that like juices me the most, which I'm not even, it's not even my project. It's actually more my brother's, but I'm just loving seeing these kids tap. It's amazing. Uh, I can't tell you how powerful that is because I actually remember my first, I had watched my mom have a panic attack and I had my first panic attack in sixth grade and I was so ashamed of it and I didn't know what it was that it went all through middle school and I ended up convincing my parents to homeschool me through high school because it got so intense and I just felt like I was on an island all by myself because nobody talked about 
about it. I can't even imagine what would have happened if this would have been something that I could have used back then. So I'm, I'm like so grateful because I know there's (laughs) so many kids who are dealing with that and there is no voice for it, you know? So thank you so much for doing that. And what, what is a question that you wish that you got asked that maybe people don't ask you about what you're doing right now? Hmm. Well, there's a question that I love um, that I actually, I have a podcast as well. Adventure, it's called Adventures in Happiness. And one of my favorite questions that I ask everybody is what is something that at the time was really horrible and ended up becoming the biggest blessing? Oh, I love that. And the reason I love it is because I see it all the time that all of these experts, all these people that I admire, it was in their dark moments where they decided to do something different, that everything changed. And I think when we're having a hard time, it's so hard to look ahead and try to connect the dots of of why it's meant to be. We can only, I think Steve Jobs says you can only connect the dots looking back. So you have to have faith. So I think one of the things that I'm really grateful for my my struggle with my weight and, and my body. I'm really grateful for um, people who made comments uh, because it didn't, for me, I thought my biggest issue was weight loss. I thought like I would be happy once I was able to lose weight. And I realized that it was nothing to do with the weight, that I had a lot of beliefs about myself and about my value. And going on this journey and looking at my relationship with my body in a different way made me look at my relationship with myself in a different way. And I realized that I can't hate myself happy. Mm. I can't criticize myself thin. I can't shame myself into making more money. And that was the pattern I was doing. I just thought if the more self-critical I was, the more self-aware I was. That's the story I was telling myself. And it was such a lie. And, um, and I'm, I'm grateful for having that lie, you know, be right up in my face and reflecting, you know, the, from the mirror, just like having the mirror and seeing that and starting, uh, on this journey. Oh, so good. So where can we find you, follow you, all that good stuff? I was watching some of your videos and they are so good. So you guys, if you want to really learn more about this, um, you'll definitely want to go to her site, but where is that Jessica? Absolutely. So you can go to the tapping solution.com. Um, that is kind of the hub. If you go to the blog section, we also have a lot of tapping meditations that are free. And you also like right there on the homepage, there's a tapping meditation to release stress in the morning and evening. That's a free download. So you can go there. And um, my podcast is Adventures in Happiness on iTunes. And you can follow me uh, on Facebook or I don't actually use Twitter, so I don't know why I'm mentioning it, but Instagram, I like Instagram. It's like 50% pictures of my nephews and nieces and 50% inspirational. Um, So you can just look up Jessica Ortner. Awesome. I love it. So before I ask my final question, I just want to acknowledge you and say thank you so much for all you do. And just for being who you are, you are so down to earth and approachable and you make this, you just bring, you know, these tough things to light and it really just creates this place of ease and flow. And that's such a beautiful gift to give people. Oh, thank you so much, Lori. Thank you. So last and final question is if you were in an elevator with someone and it was literally just like a 30 second ride and they look over at you and they say, how can I make myself happy? What do you say? Oh man, no one's ever asked me this. So in 30 seconds, 
trust life mm. is what I would say. Ugh. And yeah, trust life. So good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And you, you, and you guys, if you love this episode as much as I did, make sure you share it with your friends. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye.